Heartless is out from Jade West. This is a scorching hot and dangerous romance, so if you love a mean hero like I do, then this one's for you. I'm going to read you the book bio because you're going to love it. In a single moment, she becomes my obsession. Elaine Constantine will be mine, and her destruction is only my beginning. I've known all my life that the Constantines deserve to be wiped from the face of the earth. Only a smoking crater left where their mansion once stood. But that's a bedrock knowledge, something eternal that lives in my blood. Tonight, I'll infiltrate their lives, twine myself into their deceitful inner workings so I can take them apart piece by piece. That's my plan until I see her, the woman in gold with the sinful curves and the blonde curls. My will to dominate her runs as deep as the hate I have for her last name. No matter how beautifully she bends beneath my hands, I'll leave her shattered, a broken toy for her cruel family. Read Heartless by Jade West today. And guess what? Goldwine is out from our very own Read Me Romance author, Sky Warren. This is the follow-up to Diamond in the Rough, so if you haven't read that, be sure to start there with Diamond in the Rough, then read Goldmine. And I'm going to read you the book bio for that too, because it is hot. Holly Frank is in trouble, the deadly kind. She and her sister must evade the authorities and the criminals who want them dead, including Elijah North, the man who took her heart in Paris, her body in a prison cell, and her trust without remorse. He's determined to keep her safe, even if that means losing her forever. Adam Bassett has his own dark agenda. She's caught between the two men, torn apart with every sensual push and pull. Each touch is a lie, each whispered tenderness is a trap, but she can't resist them. Their lies are tearing her apart, her enemies are catching up with her, and when she's taken captive again, she finds out secrets to unravel it all. Read Diamond in the Rough by Sky Warren and grab Goldmine, which is out this week. And I'll see you ladies in just a second. Hey, lady listeners. Hey. What's up, lady DJs? <laughs> What's up? Hey. Mel, you look like you shocked yourself there. You were like, I, t- <laughs> I gave you the breath. You said you really wanted to do it, so I waited a beat. I was like, I was like, I'm going to steal her intro, see what she does. <laughs> I'll enjoy it. Go ahead. <laughs> so I have a I have a lady listener email that I thought I would read. To kick Let's kick off. it off. But, by the way, this is Jane Henry week. We're going to play the second half of His Mountain Hostage in just a little while. So stay I tuned. I love that cover, by the way. <laughs> you too. She has the most beautiful eyes. I that that um the cover model. Yeah. Well, it was redhead, and it's redheads are so hard uh-huh. to find. And I came across that one. I was like, whoa, this is good. Like mossy green eyes. So okay. Hello, lady DJs. Let me start by saying that I'm completely, I completely love this podcast. Between you guys and the Facebook group, I literally have something to smile about every day. Aww. Okay, on to the purpose of this email. Please leave this anonymous if you read if you read this on the podcast. <laughs> I just had the craziest, most realistic sex dream that may or may not have given me a strange new fetish. Let me know if I'm alone in my weirdness. I feel like this would be the safest space to ask. It is. It is. The situation. We were all, so this is a dream. We were all at a house party at a loft and there was only one unisex bathroom and it had very little privacy. Basically, I was trying to use the restroom and I couldn't pee with so many people watching me. So I'm basically sitting on this chair with my panties around my ankles. A couple of guys comment on my underwear being sexy. 
Anyway, the guy I have been crushing on has been suspiciously absent till now, and suddenly he shows up. He's clearly just finished some kind of physical labor because he's sweating. Think like Marlon Brando in A Streetcar Named Desire. Mm. And I actually know exactly what Oh, yeah, me too. Ugh. He comes in, sees me, doesn't hesitate, and just falls on his knees in front of me and wipes his brow on my panties. Mmm, that's hot. (laughs) I love it. Yes, I'm here for Uh, it. Smirks, smirks, and leaves them there around my ankles. Winks at me and gets up to get a beer. Everyone at the party saw what happened, and I was just left super turned on with my jaw hanging open in shock. I don't know why this turns me on so much, but I felt like you guys would appreciate it too. Yes. I hope you hear your I hope to hear your reactions on the show. Please keep up the amazing things that you all are doing. Aww. I love, oh, it. love it. That's like oh, animalistic. That's like he wants to put his scent on you. Yes. Right? I, like a shifter yeah. or something where he's like, Oh, I need to mark you as mine. But also That's it's like hot. this like dirty part of him that he's wiping on the cleanest part of, of you. you. Like, yeah. you know, of, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's He's hot. like, I it's want you to trend. be nasty with me. Uh-huh. But also him just, like, taking that, um, taking that privilege without. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. wiping his brow on your panties just and being like, like the right, ownership of that, that possessive ownership is so freaking hot. He's leaving fluids on your oh, underwear. I love so it. So it's kind He's of like sex. <laughs> it's like sex in a way. You know, it's like a transference oh, of fluids. Oh my God. That's hot. No, that's really great. The only thing that would have been hotter is if he pulled them back up and was like, oh, like no, yeah. no, no, like no. He pulled them up the... and secured them there like mm-hmm. tightly. And like, like padded uh-huh. her pussy. Like, padded it. Oh, oh, oh no, that sweaty hot. pussy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he should have he taken them. <laughs> But he wants him on her. He wants her yeah. to smell yeah, like I guess him. it's true. Because he's he wants a to, shifter. He wants it to ward off the other Yeah, he wants the, the, the other party. males need to, need to back up. <laughs> yes. I'm I, Look, there it. is nothing. Send us your um, send us your weird fantasies. Yes, oh, please. They're not weird. No, they're not. And we want them. We want to hear them. Read me. And we will agree yeah. with you and we will validate you on this. All right? <laughs> Trust me. It can be weird as shit. It could be weird as shit. Readmeromance at gmail.com. Send us in the, put in the subject line, put weird fantasy and send us the weird things that you fantasize about that maybe you think other people don't relate to. But Did I tell totally you guys well. about the Tumblr where the guy had a fetish for gas masks? For women wearing gas masks? Yes, he, yeah, yeah. He that. like said that on the page at the top of his Tumblr page. He's like, look, I know this is weird. <laughs> That's what it says. And then it's just women in bikinis wearing gas masks. It's so. Huh. It was so strange. But I wonder. There has to be some. There sort has of to be a reason. To yeah, it. there has yeah. to be a reason. Like yeah, like you said, there's a script. Speaking of wet pussy, so did you know <laughs> that the song WAP can save a life? So when you're doing CPR, you know how when you press out, you um you can do it to the the tone of the Bee Gees, like ah uh, ah uh, yeah, uh, staying alive, uh, staying alive. Mm-hmm. So that's how you do CPR. That's the rhythm. WAP has the same rhythm. So they did the the CDC or whatever it was, the CPR people came out with that the other day and said, just so you know, WAP can save a life in more than one way. That's awesome. Hilarious. I just had that as a note at the top to tell you guys. (laughs) Probably any listeners out there, if you ever get in a situation, just start out certified freak seven days a week. Just keep going. All right. (laughs) 
So. You know how they say that that scene from The Office is the best scene of all time where... Um, oh, yeah. When Dwight does a CPR where, and he cuts the face off and he puts it on. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, but the... What? So it starts off where she's like, you have to... The, the way lady brings in like a dummy and she's like trying to teach all the people in the office how to do CPR. And he's like, she's like, well, a good way to remember is like to the tune of the Bee Gees, staying alive. And so Michael Scott starts doing it. He goes, at first I was afraid. I was petrified. <laughs> No, staying alive. Stay. And so he goes, oh, oh, okay. So he starts singing it, and then Andy comes in. And he's you like, well, you could tell, tell me I'm a woman's man. No, stop. And Mindy Kaling starts dancing, and it's just like a total shit show. And it goes and into yeah. a disaster, and then suddenly Dwight comes in with a knife and stabs the dummy. He's like, you have to take out the heart, the precious heart. And he just rips the dummy out. Harvest the organs. Yeah. You have to harvest the organs. Yeah. So it's funny. One of the best. Uh, I love that show. Okay. Well, sorry. One of the other things I wanted to talk about was um, we were talking about sweating. I had this written down and we're going to transition into it. But there is a workout video and I I found um, on YouTube, a friend of mine sent me a link and I started watching it. And the guy that does them, it's called the Fitness Marshall. I guess maybe his name's Marshall. And I don't know if you got, I don't know if you've seen this. I sent it to Mel too because I was like, look, I, I did this workout today and I loved it. And it's this guy and he does workout videos on YouTube and he posts them up and he does, he has longer ones that are like 20 minutes or 30 minutes, but most of them are just the length of the song. So you can choose how many songs you want to do. But what he does is he gets up there and I think you can think of it as like three levels where he's level three and he does all the moves and the motions and the dances like the best. And then there's a level two behind him where it's a girl that's like, she does the same things, but maybe she slows them down a little for people who are intermediate. And then there's another girl that's like a level one where she's a bigger girl and she's doing them, but she's like, she sort of modifies them to where if you're heavier, if you can't, you know, jump up off the floor, or get down on the ground quickly and snap back up, like she'll show you what to do in the meantime and it's the three of them and they do all these great songs and it's you know I told my friend I was like well I enjoyed Zumba but I didn't like the music of the places I'd been to before and I'm not sure about how I feel about going to a gym right now but I want to do something and she was like trust me just go on YouTube cast it to your TV and do this and so I've been doing them and they're so fun and I really love this guy and I love that there's all these different body types and sometimes there's like men that are on it too that are dancing and stuff and it's really fun and they're all like like new hit songs and stuff like he had WAP on there the other day that I did and I was like this is great and so, and the, so what's the name of it again it's called the fitness marshal I think maybe his name's Marshall. I think that's why. But he has like thousands of videos. And like I said, they're all on YouTube. So they're free and stuff. Like you don't have to subscribe to anything. And I just, I was telling my friend about it. And I was like, you know, if I can, if I can do the most, the easy, if I, well, I will say if I can't do the easiest thing, which is walk in my living room and work out, then I'm not going to go to a gym despite pandemic or not. So it was like, you know, my excuse before was I'm busy or blah, blah, blah. And now it's like, well, there's an outbreak or whatever. I don't want to go to the gym. And she's like, just do this in your house. I'm like, this is literally the easiest, most accessible thing that I could do for myself. And I really enjoyed it. And I've done it all every day this week. And it's been really fun. So I just wanted to share. Yeah, I just wanted to share in case anybody just wants something new to try, try yeah. it. I mean it, it was really fun I did one of the 20 minute ones too and I'm telling you like my heart rate was going 
when I was doing it, because it's just, it's just dance moves. Like, you're, he's like, you know, we're going to do this, and we're going to pull the shower curtain out of the way, and then we're going to throw it to the ground. <laughs> it's just really fun. Like, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm having my own dance party in my living room, but. That sounds really yeah, fun. Yeah, it was really fun, so. Oh, good for you. That's awesome. Good for you. Mm-hmm. I've been doing keto. Oh, my God. How is it? I, I've been doing it for the, I think I started doing it the day I, I actually stopped drinking. Oh, good. So, which <laughs> so will show you exactly. Full throttle. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. I think my mindset is just being health because the last six months, I mean, like health is just such a backseat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, like besides not getting COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, I know. Like actually <laughs> taking good care of yourself instead of indulging in comforts that just make yeah. you feel good. So I, yeah, I started, ke- I started doing keto and I'm actually going to get the, the meals delivered. Oh, that's a great I'm, idea. I just want to take it off my, I just want to take it off my plate. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and just cook for Mackenzie. Cause Pat's going back to work this weekend. Oh, He's going to start working again. Wow. Really? They're opening up yeah. the bar? Yeah. The bar's already been open. Oh, it's been open okay. for months. Oh, wow. Ours have been open. Yeah. Uh, Everything's open here. We're not New York City. So New York City... Uh, the restaurants like in inside mm-hmm. have been, are still closed for the next three weeks. Yeah. Um, but New- Long Island, mm-hmm. they've opened the bars. You just have to order. It's like there's all these rules. Yeah. You know, there yeah. has to be distancing. Mm-hmm. You have to wear a mask when you get up, and you have to order food with mm-hmm. alcohol. Some things like that. Yeah. But he's not. So he's like he's not going to be here for a few of the nights. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm just going to cook for Mackenzie, and then just have something for myself. Like having it already planned for me. Yeah. That's I such like a big relief. Key. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't have to think about it or calculate or anything. That's awesome. But I did try it, but I have been learning some keto recipes, like mostly just learning how to make Mexican food with, um, with like keto Mexican yeah, food. Yeah. Yeah. So I made like a Mexican casserole and I also did, um, nice. I learned how to make taco shells with cheddar cheese. Yeah. Like basically just good. melting, melting cheddar cheese. And then when it comes out hot, mm-hmm. like shape it on the bottom of a cupcake tin. Uh-huh. And then use that as your taco shell. Yeah. And they were so good. I'm <laughs> no. like, look, if I'm adding more cheese to my life, I mean, <laughs> this is not a bad thing. So, and I'm that's making Pat awesome. eat it too. Okay, so, good. Yeah. Well, I hope I hope you have a lot of success with it. I think that's great. I'm, I'm being yeah, interested to I'll hear, say. like, how your journey is on, because you love cheese so much. And that's such I a big cheese. part of it that I was just like, I can't get on this ship, so... It's so much cheese. I actually had no idea. It's a lot of cheese. cheese it was. It's a lot of cheese. Yeah. But um, did I see this like tweet? Somebody said, um, I feel like it was Nick Kroll or John Mulaney or one of those guys yeah. who said like, cheese is heroin for white people. <laughs> <laughs> that seems yes. right. That seems right. I seen somebody say, everybody else has a cheese jar in their refrigerator, right? And I'm like, yes! Like, the whole jar is full of all different kinds of cheeses. I have, I have cheese yeah. in a drawer with other things, but I don't have it. No, it's all cheese. Oh, God. Everything in that drawer is cheese. Gross. I need a cheese drawer. I just have a cheese, like, uh, side of the shelf. <laughs> yeah. No, we have we have the cheeses that are for the sandwiches, the cheeses that the animals like, and the shredded cheeses. You've got to have the Mexican shredded cheese. You have to have the super sharp cheddar cheese. That's a, no? that's a lot to keep up with. Uh, no, I, I need more cheese. I, yeah, like, well, ever since the, st- like, the stores have been less accessible, I haven't had my usual, mm-hmm. but... I try to keep the best. <gasps> I found the best cheese the other day. I'll put a picture up so other people can get it. It's goat cheese, but it's not like soft. Whoa. It's like, I have a picture of it. I'll send it to you guys and I'll post it in the group. It is the best goat cheese I've ever bought from a store mm. to eat. 
I don't want to be a part of this anymore. So I made I said the I ate the whole block. I told you guys I made tortilla chips, my own tortilla chips, and guess what those are made out of? Mozzarella cheese, garlic powder, um, mozzarella cheese, garlic powder, almond flour, Mm -hmm. and um, kosher salt. And they were good. Just like. So you just, so you basically you melt it all in the microwave, roll it out, cut out tortilla slices, and then bake them for like ten minutes. Oh wow! Really? Yeah, it was so easy. Yeah, that sounds really good. And it stopped me from drinking. <laughs> I'm telling you, get on it, do whatever you got to do. So I wanted to mention too. Um, now that it's uh after September 12th, that's my dad's birthday, and I know my mom listens to the podcast, so I didn't want to mention it before my dad's birthday. But I got him like the best gift ever. I had mentioned before that I was going to get him a cameo, and I finally did it, and it came. One of them came through last night. Mel helped me pick um, the 90 Day Fiance one. There's somebody named Larissa, and she hasn't sent that one yet. I'm super excited. But the other one I got him was Sonny from General Hospital. I got him <laughs> to record a message, and it is so – he sings him happy birthday. No way. He does. It's so it's so – he's like, hey, I know. You're probably thinking, what the hell is this? <laughs> and he's like – he's so sweet on there, and he's so nice. And he's like, Hal, I just appreciate you watching, and – making your daughter a fan and he's like, I can't get my kids to watch it. <laughs> and then I it was just there do what? Sorry. I just, the whole thing has been good. Every time I've done one, the cast, whoever's yeah. doing it has been great. They've been personal. Yeah, he was so yeah. nice. It's, he's yeah. like, I'm gonna sing happy birthday. He's like, my voice isn't great, but I put a lot of heart into it. And he's like, hey. <laughs> he kind of sings it like Sinatra a little when he does it. It was great. And I sent it to my brother uh, and Mel last night. I was like, look at this. And he was like, he's like, he's going to love it. He's going to die. It's going to be so good. I just saw that Kel Mitchell is on Cameo, you know, from Keenan and Kel. Oh, no way. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He's still on a bunch of Nick shows. Like he yeah, does Game yeah. Shakers and, mm-hmm. and all that. I love I him. I love all that. <laughs> he makes me laugh. Like, I, I God bless the the adults that the adult actors on all the Team Nick yeah. shows that are like yeah. doing all the inside jokes. <laughs> they're doing, they're doing the, the Lord's work. He really, the they're keeping the adults in it. <laughs> yeah. My husband tried to come at me, and I knew he was trying to sucker me because he came at me. He's like, you know, I can get Brett Favre to do a cameo, and that's like three hundred fucking dollars. What? He's like, yeah, Brett Favre. He's like, I can get him, and he can pick our do our draft picks for us. <laughs> no way. <laughs> He's like, and he can pick who gets to go first in what order, and it'll be Brett Favre. I'm like, that's really no. good. That's a good idea. It's a good idea, but if it was a message to me. <laughs> shit about your fantasy football team. I saw Warren Sapp was on there for like 500 bucks the other day. I was like holy wow. fuck. Yeah there's wow. some there's some people and they're charging uh, Danny Bonaducci is on there for like 400 bucks or something. I was like I'd pay him not to send me right? a message. <laughs> what a disaster. I uh, know right? No judgment but seriously I, I remember that for a while there he was doing like a reality show and I just remember like just yes. cringing yeah, the whole time. I don't know there's something about him. Yeah, everybody so like it was abusive. <laughs> he's just very he's like he's a he's very aggressive. It's like a Napoleon complex almost. Yeah. yeah. But speaking of that, I've been watching Cobra Kai. Oh my god, <laughs> yes. How do you like it? Is it so did I do a good, good job of describing it? <laughs> yeah, you did. I mean, I was like, okay, I'm just gonna go in with um the expectation that this is going to be so bad that it's good yeah, kind of a yeah. thing. And that's exactly what it mm-hmm. is. But then somewhere along the way, 
it really does start to get legitimately like good. good. Yeah, because <laughs> you start to get invested in the 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 past rivalry uh-huh. between these two and how much it actually deeply affected their lives. Right, and like you see Johnny's past and why he went to the sensei to begin with, like why he turned into an asshole. You know, like why he was a a shitty kid. Because he was yeah. a fucking kid that the people that influenced him that he looked up to were shitty people. And that's not who he was. And he wants to be a better man. And he wants to do better. But he doesn't have those tools because he was raised by shitty people, you know? Yeah. And it's it's like, like you say, at some point along the way, it's like, oh, fuck, this is deep, you know? I know. And it's crazy because you think there's going to be a clear villain and a clear hero, and it's, it's not. not. Yeah. It, like, they're actually both the heroes mm-hmm. because one of them is, like, you know, the good guy, and one of them's the bad guy, quote, unquote. But the bad guy actually, when, when that girl showed up to do classes, yeah, I was so pumped. I was like, uh-huh. this is the best part of the storyline for me. Mm-hmm. So this girl in the school... um. She's like gets bullied. She's like she's um, bullied for being overweight mm-hmm. and things like that, and being a nerd. Um, so she shows up to get karate lessons, mm-hmm. and I like cannot wait to see how that progresses. Oh my god! And she just turns I'm into so a little excited. fucking badass. It's so she's, good, and it gives her yeah. so much confidence. And like, it's amazing. Like the good things you can take away from this show, right? Like it's insane. yeah. Yeah, and I, I'm so I'm only I'm on the sixth episode, so I don't know what happens, but I'm like, I I don't know. It's it's weird. It's almost like it brings you back to the '80s and that feeling, but also I don't know. Yeah, there's there's a lot of nostalgia to it, but there's still there's a lot of nostalgia, yeah. and you can see kind of how they like misstepped in places and back then and how they're trying to make it right you know that you can't bully kids like this isn't okay you know what we did wasn't right like you know that kind of thing like I really like that aspect of it too and the fact that you know Ralph Macchio and Johnny his real name whatever it's you know that they wrote this together that this was something they wanted to do together I think is just awesome Ralph Macchio is is still attractive to me. He's cute. He's a sweet. He's yeah. a dad. He's a sweet dad now, which yeah. is crazy to think because I still picture him as like thirteen. And I love the the kid that plays uh, Johnny's mentee, like that plays. Yeah, yeah. He's so good. He uh, reminds me of Taylor like, Lautner. Like he a young reminds me a little bit of Taylor Lautner. Yeah, yeah he mm-hmm. does. But like in like a way that he's not obviously attractive. Yeah, yeah. Like he's mm-hmm. he's like kind of. Um, He's very, like, young and sweet. Unassuming, yeah. yeah. He seems just like a sweet kid. Yeah, yeah, I really like it, though. It's worth a while. It's definitely worth watching. Mm-hmm. And it's great. It's a great one for, for like, if you have a hard time finding a, a show in common with your husband, mm-hmm. they're yeah. going to like this. Yeah, we yeah, both, they're... my husband and I both really enjoyed it. It was really fun. Something I want to mention real quick, too, is um, I don't know if you guys saw, it was an Instagram ad for me, but Rihanna has um, a new skincare line that's out. I don't know if it's, no. like, uh, I guess it's a, a, whatever the new line is. I can't remember what it's called, but one of the products she has is called fat water and i'm here for it because it's just fat water I fat love water i want to take a moment of appreciation for rihanna because she has made herself a legend with her product. right oh People she's incredible like, you haven't heard her singing mm-hmm. all this stuff because she is rolling in the bed yeah. 
product. Yeah, she's killing it right she, now in the beauty well, world. Well, she filled the need like that right like wasn't there, right? Yeah, she, for she's, sure. She's she what people weren't mm-hmm. creating products for all skin tones mm-hmm. and like or it, or if they were it was a very like cursory Yeah, it was like, limited like three browns. Yeah. And you know I I don't even I don't even I know she's a singer, but now I look at her as like a serious business yeah, woman exactly. out there killing yeah. it. Yeah, like, you know, there's a few out there too. Like, I mean, not for nothing, but Kim Kardashian, she's got, a, she, a, yeah. a, the Kardashians are legitimate business mm-hmm. people. And um, Jessica Simpson, like yeah. she now makes more money off her shoot, shoot yeah. Line, yeah. than she ever made off singing. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. And good. on a note, yeah. Jessica Simpson's shoes are the most comfortable heels I've ever worn. Really? They're chunky. They're chunky, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Most of the time. Yep. But, um, and they're affordable. Yeah, they are. Well, if you look at, if you want to go check out um, Rihanna's new skincare, she has, the first thing is um, like a cleanser and it's just like, or she'll tell, she does the video herself, which I love. Like she looks like she's standing in front of her sink in the morning. It's not like glamorous or anything. She's like, yeah, just do this. And I loved it. The whole video was so real. It made me click. I was like, I need all this obviously, but it's a cleanser. And then the fat water is a toner, but she said, it's just like, uh, like a hydra, like a, like a gel toner. She was like, you don't need a pad. She was like, this doesn't require anything else. Squirt it in your hands, rub it on your face. And I was like, yes, yes, you're, you know what That's we what want. want. And then, the, want. and then yes. the third step is the lotion. And she's like, it's got SPF in it. Rub it on, put it on your face. You're done. She was like, it's, she's like, you're finished. Get out of here. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay. Yes, ma'am. Like I just listened to her. <laughs> Remember that time, um, God, we were at an RT and I'd gone to the dermatologist, I'd broken out and I'd started getting cystic acne and he gave me these three things. I got this, this, and this. Uh-huh. Leah's putting makeup on me all the time uh-huh. for the week. And remember my face started to peel yeah. on the eyelids were getting weird. And they're like, what's going on? We don't know why it's doing this. It was because when you put the stuff on, you're supposed to wash your face on, on the directions, it never told me. To wash it off. <laughs> oh my so, so for like a month, I was just putting it on and then spraying the other stuff and putting the lotion and just keeping it all on. And oh Leah's putting God. makeup on it. On top to be of fair it. though, they do have to tell you. They have to go through the I had process. no idea. Yeah. I was like, it just not. And my whole eyelid's like peeled off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not in a painful way. It's just like. Yep. Um, and you're just that. packing makeup on top of it. Wow. Oh, that reminds me of like those armpit things you wore inside out forever and like gave yourself like these horrible rashes. Do you remember that? <laughs> so Mel, yes. it was like these, like if you ever, if, now, by the way, this is a great product if you ever need it, but if you sweat a lot on your armpits and you want to wear a dress, they make like these pads that you can put on your clothing. You just, it's like mm-hmm. a panty liner almost. You peel it off and you stick it to your, like where your armpits are and it absorbs the sweat. They're awesome. But Mel thought you stuck them to the skin of your arm. Like, so she peeled off the back and stuck them on her armpit and then went about her day. And then she would peel them off. And it would hurt. It was like 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 third degree burns in her armpits. I used to sweat terribly um, on my underarms. And then I started using Certain Dry. Yeah. So it's a brand called Certain Dry, D-R-I. And I use the, the roll on. Yeah. I don't use the, the solid, the solid didn't work for me, but the roll on, you put it on before bed every night. Yeah. I have not, I don't sweat from my armpits whatsoever. Wow. Even really? Yeah. That's so cool. And I used to like, I actually, my entire adolescence and my early twenties, mm-hmm. 
were me just worrying about my sweat. And like, I, I found this just on my own. It's yeah, it's certain dry. It says clinical strength. And for some reason, so the first time you use it, it hurt, it tingles a lot. Yeah. Because it's clo- basically, essentially it's closing your pores. Yeah. Under, under your arms. And, um, and then you have to, you know, do it basically every night for a week. Mm-hmm. And then you can only, you only need to do it like twice a week from then on. Oh, wow. But it works like a charm for me. And I don't, I never sweat ever. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you guys want to hear the highlight of my week? Yes. Yes. Okay. Wait. So I'm in a Pokemon group. We don't live in a town big enough to have a Discord, if you guys even know what that is. So I've decided to, I go and I get all the stuff so I can give stuff to people mm-hmm. or anytime they request things. And I sit in there and I make jokes. I'll even ask my Rob or somebody like, I'm going to say this. Is it funny? He's like, yes, it's funny. I'll say it. <laughs> Everybody laughs. I would like to every day. I'm like, is this funny enough to say? Okay, I'll say it. I'm like, they love me in here. They invite me to all the raids. I'm, like, I'm, I'm the cool kid in the raid group. <laughs> You're the cool Pokemon kid. Aww. Wait, what, what? I was like, they invite me to everything. Hold on. Was it, I thought you were going to tell us about your husband going to the hospital. Oh, I forgot. Why was that the highlight of your week? Let's hear it. <laughs> My husband has a very high tolerance to pain. Like, I've seen him pick up something out of the oven. It was at 500 degrees. I'll pick it up and I'll go, shit, and just toss it. And nothing. Nothing ever hurts him. He doesn't feel shit. He was putting the trash in the thing. Yeah. To put, Mind you, I want to say this first because he disagrees with me. A cup broke last week, one of a beer tumblers. Uh-huh. And I set it in the window seal. And I said, I don't know what's going to happen with that or how you want to dispose of it, but that glass is broken. It needs to go out. Mm-hmm. He disposed of it, but he went out to go post the trash a few days later to take it to the curb. And he pushed down <gasps> and got cut clear across his thumb like this. Oh. And he's like, he's got a shirt around it. And he's like, this is like, I think I might need to go to the hospital. I'm bleeding. But he's talking to me like this. He's like... It's pretty deep, but I'm like, are you sure you need to go? Because it sounds really calm. He's like, yeah, but I think I see the bone. <laughs> oh, like, oh, my God. No. <laughs> no. I'm like, I didn't need to see that. But he gets there. And even the hospital people were like, so you're not in any pain. He's like, he's like, no, it just kind of tingles. And they're like, okay. And we're literally in the hospital for like only like 30 minutes. It was the, they come in, they shoot him up, and they're like, it doesn't hurt you. You're good. He's like, I'm good. And they just start stitching. Oh, shit. But mind you, I think the doctor that stitched him up was like an army doctor. Oh, wow. Oh, and the way he acted and how he went. Yeah. And he was like, out. And then, of course, when we get there, the hottest nurse. Remember I told you the last time? Yeah, you had the hot doctor. This was the hottest nurse I've ever seen in my life. A man or woman? A man. He walks in. He's got the scrubs Mm -hmm. stopped here. He's fully covered in tattoos all the way down. The sides of his head are like shaved Mm -hmm. and he's got this curly thing going on. And he's like this. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, like, I'm waiting for him to leave and hop on his motorcycle. (laughs) motorcycle (laughs) I was just, and he's the one working with Robin. I'm just there. I'm like. How does this keep oh, happening? Yes. You're even spoiled, the doctor Melissa. Was never happened to me. No. <laughs> this would never happen to me. I'm like, what is going on with this the, this hospital? They only hire <laughs> hot people. Hot hospital. Oh. 
that's a new series. Yeah, I was going to say, idea. that's a series. That is a And people are like, this is so unreal. I'm like, no, it's not. I've been <laughs> <laughs> I'm standing there with no bra on. It's like Melrose Place, but yes. hospital. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so Jane Henry, uh, so she also has this other book that I that the cover is um, mouthwatering. <laughs> he is, uh, he's a very, speaking of tattoos uh, and well-built men, that's what this guy is. And he's got chains wrapped around his fists. And um, the title of it is The, Broadfa- the Bratva's Bride, A Dark Mafia Romance. Um, so here's the blurb. Bratva life is simple. You steal from the brotherhood, you pay with your life. But if the thief is a woman... Oh, but the thief is a woman and she's too beautiful to die. My wedding band will be her collar. Our vows will be her shackles. She will be my captive bride. Oh, I like that. That's hot. Please note the Bratva's Bride is a dark romance featuring elements of dubious consent, violence, and kink. If such materials offend you, please do not read. So Mm -hmm. I think we're all going to click on that. So head to, uh, (laughs) yeah, head to Kindle Unlimited and get your Jane Henry fix. For sure. Real. Um, So we're going to go ahead and play the second half of um, his his Mountain Captive. Is that the right? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll talk to you guys on the other side. Bye. Bye. Chapter four. Ransom. He's lucky I didn't fucking kill him. So fucking lucky. My brothers and I are supposed to have a mutual goal, not undermine each other when my back's turned. But this douchebag was recruited by King, and I never trusted him to begin with. Now I've sent him home crying to King with a broken nose. He'll either show up bloody with his tail between his legs, or take off. I need to get away from her because I'm covered in blood and I'm ready to kill. I don't want to hurt her. Ransom? She whispers. Her lower lip trembles and my breathing stops. She was fucking dynamite before. Now? Now I can't turn away. I pace around the room, run my hands through my hair. I want a shower to clean myself off, but I don't trust her alone in here. Not after what happened. I don't respond to her, but quickly shoot King a text. Just sent Zane back, came in here, he tried to rape the girl, kicked his ass and sent him home. Make it clear he doesn't fucking do that or I will. Any response from her father? No response. I slam my phone on the bedside table and reach for her. She's shaken, so I breathe in through my nose to steady my nerves, then sit on the edge of the bed. She smells so good, like clean mountain air and wildflowers on a sunny day, fragrant and soothing to the soul. Y'all right? I ask her again, my voice a low rumble in the quiet of the room. Her breathing's labored, but she stills a bit when I rest my hand on her neck, my thumb on her jaw, tipping her face toward mine. Asked you a question, woman. Are you okay? She nods. I guess, yeah, she says. She blows out a breath and that errant strand of hair that falls onto her forehead flies away. She bites her lip and nods again, as if she wants to assure me but doesn't know what to say. The self-assured woman I saw just minutes ago has fled, and in front of me is a scared little girl. Are you? She asks me. The question takes me by surprise. Has anyone ever wondered if I was okay? I'm the one they rely on. Always have been since the time I was a child. 
I was the kid who could fend for himself and did. Self-reliant. Fierce. And when you're the one who holds things down, no one asks if you're okay. Need a shower. I mutter. Need to wash that motherfucker's blood off me. She swallows and nods. Then her eyes go to the doorway, and she winces. You sure you're okay? Yeah, she says. It's just that, well, if you go shower, I'm in here defenseless again, and that scares the hell out of me. I couldn't even smack him away. I narrow my eyes on her. I see her point, but the truth is, no matter how sexy she is, there's no denying she's here as my prisoner, and I can't trust her. It's like she reads my mind, because her eyes go half-lidded, and she makes a suggestion. Take me with you. My lips tip up in a grin. I love that this one's got fire in her. She's no Wilton Daisy. It's not lost on me that she could be trying to manipulate me. But as long as I'm one step ahead, that ain't happening. To the shower? I ask her. You wanna sit on the commode while I clean up? She gives me a sly smile. You know what I want. She shifts. And it's then that I realize her clothes are in tatters. A blinding rage comes over me when I finger what's left of her top and realize he did this to her. Of course, I could and have done worse. But this woman is mine. All fucking mine. Easy, Ransom, she says softly, her hand on my arm. You look like you're going to strangle someone. And since I'm the only one here, she laughs nervously. I'll take you in with me, but something you need to keep in mind, darling. That sexy little spanking I gave you gets real if you pull any shit on me. Understood? I give a pointed look to the black toolbox on the floor, and she eyes it nervously. She nods. I'd be lying if I didn't admit it turns me fucking on to think about torturing her. It feeds the sadist in me to have her under my control. And her response fans the flame. Not sure what I'd pull on you, she says. You're much bigger than I am. You know where we are. I mean, honestly, you've got an advantage over me in just about every way, don't you? Just about every way. The girl's hiding something, and I mean to find out what. But I play right along. Fair point, I say, sliding her restraints off. Let's get you cleaned up. The moonlight's bright in the yard outside the window when I pick her up and carry her into the bathroom. I tell myself it's safer this way, with her in my arms. But I love the way she folds into my chest, as if she belongs here. The way she curls up, and her little hands encircle my neck. Middle of the damn night, but it doesn't matter. I've got one job to do, and if you ask me, that job's going just fine. When we get to the bathroom, I place her feet gently on the floor, then lift her arms up in the air to remove that tattered remains of her clothing. She stands in front of me, naked, her ass still pink from the spanking she got over my lap. Her hair's disheveled and she wears no makeup, but I'm not sure I've ever seen anyone more beautiful. It's a shame we'll have to let her go when her daddy pays up. I turn the shower on, then strip myself. She lets her eyes rove uninhibited over my body. Hungrily, she swallows when I ball up my clothes and toss them in the hamper. Do you lift or something? She asks, because 
Holy hell. I shrug, reach into the shower and test the water. You see a gym around here? Nah, I chop wood, haul water, work this land, I tell her. Better than a gym. I would say so, she says with an appreciative once over. I step into the shower and reach for her hand. The hot stream of water hits my back as I shield her from it. Then I step to the side so a steady stream trickles over her. She closes her eyes and sighs, and I can't help myself. I weigh her breasts in my hands, thumb her nipples, and love the way her mouth parts and her cheeks flush pink. Again, baby? You think you can come again? The way she's whimpering is answer enough. I stroke my fingers through her damp folds and find her sweet spot. She keens with pleasure, her hips jerking when I stroke upward, her mouth parts. Yes, she whispers. God, yes. The next time she comes, I want her pussy wrapped around my cock first. I release her, move the shower curtain aside, and take my wallet out of my jeans. I take out a condom and roll it on over my rock-hard erection. Turn around, hands on the wall. She trembles a bit and bites her lip. I don't make love. I fuck, and I fuck hard. And something tells me this one will like it. With her hands on the wall, she braces herself. Her fingers planted on wet tile, her ass pushed out. Jesus, fuck. I want to own that ass. I slide my cock between her legs. Soap and hot water and her arousal make it glide with ease. My balls tighten. My cock lengthens when she opens her legs and welcomes me in. There's no prelude. She wants this, and I want her. I grip her sodden hair, place my hand at her waist to bend her over slightly, then slam my cock into her hot, tight pussy. Jesus, I groan. Goddamn woman. She moves along with me as I pull in and out, relishing the slap of my naked skin on hers. I haven't had a woman in months, and this one's eager. Makes me feel like king of the goddamn mountain. She moans when I pull myself nearly all the way out, before I plunge deep into her hot, slick cunt again, rocking in and out. My hand on her belly, I hold her in position. Every thrust brings me closer, and by her moans, she's right there with me. You come when you're ready, I tell her with a teasing smack to her thigh that makes her whimper. Her low moan warns me as I near my own release. One more thrust, and I'm soaring as she does, spasms of pleasure rippling through me, spurred on by her gasps and moans of pleasure. Yes, she pants. Fucking yes. I don't slow my thrusts, but hold her in place. Ecstasy washes over me, consumes me, swallows me alive until my knees go weak and I tremble. Jesus, fuck, I growl lowly. The headiness of your orgasm render you speechless? You could say that, I manage to say with a chuckle. I slide out of her and quickly clean us up. The benefit to shower sex. God, I needed that, she mutters as I towel her off and lead her back to the bedroom. Sex? Yeah, she climbs into bed and yawns widely. I mean, it's probably the most unconventional one night stand of my life. But who's counting? One night stand.
Why do I not like the sound of that? I checked my phone to see if her daddy answered yet. King. I'll deal with him. Nothing from her father. Nothing. It'll be there when I wake, I'm sure of it. I wrap my arm around her tightly. I'll be your shackles tonight, I tell her. And I'll warn you, I'm a very light sleeper. She doesn't respond. I look down at the woman tucked up to my chest, nestled in my arms. She's already fast asleep. Chapter Five Layla I wake the next morning to a warm arm around me and a hard body behind me. And I won't lie, it's not unpleasant. It takes me a moment to remember where I am and what happened the night before. I was taken by a god of a mountain man, brought to his cabin. He beat the shit out of a guy who tried to hurt me, then fucked me boneless in his shower. In other words, not a normal Tuesday. Holy shit. You awake? God, a woman could come just listening to that man's voice, all sexy, sleepy, growly. Hmm, I say, wiggling my butt against the hardness of his erection at my ass. You? You could say that, he says, pulling me tighter against him. Two minutes later, I'm straddling him, his hands are cupping my breasts, and I'm moaning with the feel of his thick, perfect cock thrusting into me. He thumbs my nipples, I throw my head back, and he roars his release as my own shatters me into pieces. Whoa. I come down from my release to see him watching me thoughtfully. Never met a woman like you. No? He shakes his head but doesn't elaborate. Coffee? He offers. I nod. I slide off him, and to my chagrin, he slides cuffs on my wrists before he walks out to the kitchen, stark naked to brew the coffee. You have to love a man confident enough to prowl around naked, especially when he's got an ass like that. Any word from my father? I ask, knowing the answer. No word until I can get onto my laptop. Not yet, he says. We'll try another way to get him today. I pretend to look perplexed, but the truth is, I'm honestly a little concerned. What will they do with me if they don't get in touch with him? I'll have to find a way to get to my phone. I can help you out there, I yell to him. You don't have to keep me locked up. He steps in the room and hauls on a pair of boxers. Shame. Just because we had some fun doesn't mean you're free. The reminder I'm at his mercy sends a shiver of awareness down my spine. Maybe this is exactly what I've needed, to lose control for a little while. The corners of his lips tip up. Besides, I like the look of you tied to my bed. He brings a steaming cup of coffee in, sits on the side of the bed and holds it up to my lips. Wow. That's good stuff, I tell him. He looks a bit wistful, looking out the window. Everything tastes better in the mountains. His gaze comes back to mine, the look of the predator returning. Even you. I swallow. How do you know how I taste? I ask, 
Hmm? He opens his mouth to answer, when his phone rings. He lifts it, scowls, then steps outside. He comes in a few minutes later, still frowning. Need to clear my head a bit, he says with a frown. I've never found frowning guys sexy, but Ransom's got me there. You stay right here. Seriously? Like I'm going anywhere, I mutter. He shakes his head and looks outside. All right, baby, he says. I'll tell you what. I'll give you some breakfast, and you sit right here by this window so I can watch you eat. That's the freedom you'll get today. Be a good girl, and I might be persuaded to give you a little more. My heart races. This, this is what I need. A few minutes of freedom so I can do what I have to. I nod. You've got it. I'm on it. He shakes his head. So fucking adorable, he mutters while he tugs on jeans and a t-shirt. He walks back to the kitchen, and I hear him fiddling around in there a bit before he returns with a steaming plate of eggs and buttered toast. Wow, I say, my stomach churning with hunger. He bends and kisses my cheek, then weaves his fingers through my hair and gives it a sharp, warning tug. Now, both sit by the window so I can watch you. This is a test, I'm sure of it. My mind's already racing. Right on the floor by the bedside table is my bag. It'll take me literally 30 seconds to do what I have to, if I can only get to it when he isn't looking. But until then, I sit obediently in his t-shirt, eating my breakfast and drinking my coffee. He leaves, and seconds later I see him outside the windows, only paces away. He's got an axe in hand, and there's a pile of wood out back. Oh, man. I watch as he takes a log, sets it on another, lifts his axe, all his magnificent muscles bunching and flexing underneath the early morning sun, before he slams it down. Wood splinters and shatters, and he looks my way, warning in his eyes, power in his grasp on the handle. I lift my mug and sip more coffee, just to have something to do so I can keep my shit together. My body heats, and I watch the utter display of manliness just outside my window. He lifts another log, splinters it with his axe again. Every time the axe slams down, a pulse of electricity courses through my body. When his muscles flex and bunch, I lick my lips. So, this is how he clears his mind. Makes sense. I realize with a sudden jolt of shock that it's clearly not how I do. My mind is muddled with lust when I'm supposed to be grabbing my bag. Shit, I don't have very long. My eyes quickly flit to the bag on the floor, then right back to Ransom's. He's watching my every move. I have to think quickly. I lift my mug and waggle my fingers at him, then pretend to fumble and drop the mug. I cover my mouth with my hands and shake my head, shrug, then fall to the floor and scramble for the bag. I reach for the zipper, yank it open, and grab my cell phone. It falls to the ground and skitters away under the bed. Shit, shit, shit. I flatten my body and reach for the phone. It's right at the edge of my fingers when I hear the sound of heavy boots and the creaking of a door. Y'all right in there. My stomach plummets. I get to my feet and pretend to be rubbing my head. I'm a bit of a klutz, 
I say with a forced laugh. Tried to clean up the coffee and banged my head on the table. He comes closer to me, slides his big heavy palm along the small of my back, and tips my chin up so his eyes meet mine. He scowls, sending a shiver of fear down my spine. Just checking those pupils, he mutters. See if you have a concussion. I blink, and he cups the back of my head. I'm fine, I whisper. Thank fuck, he whispers back. And right then, I wish I wasn't who I am. I wish I wasn't here under these circumstances. I wish I belonged here. Belonged somewhere for once in my life instead of living the nomadic existence I've been chasing for years. I may have seven figures stashed away in various bank accounts, but it doesn't satisfy the way you might think it would. He kisses my forehead, all soft and whiskery rough, just like him, rugged on the outside, but tender, so sweet it makes me swoon in his arms. The kiss travels down my temple to the tip of my nose, to my cheek, then his mouth's on mine, and everything vanishes from my mind. Everything but me, and him, and this moment. The heat that flares between us, his strong, masterful hands on my ass and in my hair, the way he tastes like coffee and clean mountain air. He's lifting up my shirt, and my arms are up over my head, eager to get naked and feel his skin against mine once more. The few clothes I wear fall to the floor along with his. He's damp with perspiration, his muscles all glistening and beautiful, swirls of ink and rigid masculinity. I trace my fingers along the dark hair that snakes down the hard planes of his belly to his jeans, and he lets me. Come here, he says, leading me to the bed. He sits, drags me to sitting on his lap. His large hands grasp my breasts, his tongue captures mine, and I moan into his mouth, overcome with pleasure. His fingers are on my thighs, gripping, punishing as he owns my mouth and lays me down. And then he's on top of me, my wrists in his strong grip, his thighs pinning mine to the bed. You're fucking gorgeous, he says, and brilliant too. The comment gives me pause, and I wonder what the hell he's thinking. Brilliant? I should listen to the warning bells that clang in my mind. But I can't. I'm too intent on the path his mouth is taking, down my neck to the valley between my breasts. He drags his teeth to one nipple and suckles, while his fingers travel between my legs. He parts my folds, slides a finger between them, then strokes my swollen clit while he teases my nipple. My head falls back and I arch into him as his mouth travels lower, to my belly, then lower still to the heat between my legs that needs release. He parts my thighs, and without warning, buries his mouth between my legs. He suckles and teases me with the tip of his tongue, while he plunges fingers in my core. I can't breathe as he masters my body, lapping so perfectly I'm on the edge of release already. You like that, darling? I try to answer, but my response is a garbled plea. You do, don't you? You wanna come, Layla? You wanna come on my mouth, baby? My eyes are closed, and I'm writhing, 
So close to climax, I can already feel the building pressure ready to ricochet through me. Then, tell me, sweetheart, he says, his tongue poised to plunder as his eyes meet mine. What you did with that phone. Fuck. Nothing, I gasp. I didn't do anything with it. His hand crashes down on my thigh so swiftly I gasp, but the sudden flare of pain only makes my need to come intensify. I whimper as the sting fades to heat. Tell me, he says with another swipe of his tongue, or I won't let you come. Fuck, he's cruel. He knows he's got more power over me this way than any other. I, I was going to call my friend, I say. I shoot him what I hope was an apologetic look. Not your father? I don't answer, which earns me another smack of his palm on my thigh. To my horror, he brings his mouth back to my pussy and suckles so hard it hurts. Ow, ransom that hurts, I say. Please. Aw, honey, he says, shaking his head. I've been so gentle with you, though. He licks me again. Soft and slowly this time, reminding me how good it feels when he indulges me. If you want pleasure, I can give you that. He licks me again, pulsing strong fingers between my thighs, and this time I'm just on the edge of release. Fuck. He slides his hand under my ass and cups it hard, a punishing reminder of what he's capable of. And if I need to punish you, I can do that too. He licks me again. So slowly, it's killing me. And anyway, he says, I've already figured it out. Oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. Figured what out? You know what? He says, holding me hostage with his fingers in my pussy and his eyes boring into mine. Now, tell me, and I'll let you come. And if I don't? I'll tie you to this bed and bring you to the edge of orgasm over. A swipe of his tongue nearly kills me. And over. Another swipe has me whimpering. And over. I gasp when he displays with utter perfection exactly what he's capable of doing. And anyway, darling, you may find out I'm on your side. He suckles me again, torturing me. What do I gain by not telling him? Will he even do what he promises if I tell him? What will he do to me if I do? I'm waiting, he says in that deep, dark rumble of his, with his breath hot between my legs. You won't get any answer from my father, I tell him. Ransom nods. He isn't surprised, but does anything faze him? Good girl, he says, suckling again. He gives me a reward of three perfect thrusts of his tongue. Keep going, and I will too. I can rise above this, but then what? Face punishment and torture? He's bigger, and I'm outnumbered by far. Or I can come and tell him everything, then deal with the aftermath. And what does it mean he might be on my side? Now, Layla, he says, squeezing my ass again. The truth comes out in a rush of words. I'll deal with the aftermath, 
and I'll see if he's a man of his word. There is no father. There is no Winston Enterprises. It's all a hoax, a fake identity. I've never admitted this out loud. My words are a little breathy. I have no parents. He nods, grins, then buries his face between my legs and brings me to orgasm so fully I can't breathe through the spasms of pleasure. I close my eyes, the earth shattering under the power of my climax, blinding light flashing behind my closed eyes. He licks and suckles and works every bit of pleasure from me until I'm panting and helpless. Then, he's stripping off his own clothes and rolling a condom on. He impales me with one punishing thrust, his hand at my neck. He squeezes, and I grow heady with the lack of oxygen. I gasp, and he flexes his hand again. Oxygen and heat race through me as he pounds into me. He nails me to the mattress and holds me down. Spasms of pleasure ripple through me as he fucks me hard. He comes with a roar like he's claimed a victory, and a second orgasm sends me soaring into ecstasy again. Fucking gorgeous, he says, sliding down off me and dragging me onto his chest. And in so much fucking trouble. Chapter 6 Ransom Let's go, I tell her, taking her hand and lifting her up from the bed. Her eyes are wide as if she finally realizes the danger she's in. But she told me the truth, and she gets points for that. It was one thing thinking that her father was the one responsible for pilfering our accounts. But I knew it wasn't him when our responses went unanswered. I suspected she was the one behind this when I mentioned her father. I've been in this business long enough to know how to ferret out thieves and liars. Last night, I had King check if her father was in the Mediterranean like she said, but we tracked her father to NYC and then straight to this cabin. Fucking brilliant, really. What are you going to do to me? You're a smart girl, you know that? I say, shaking my head. If my brothers know you're the one behind what's happened, they'll end you. But they don't know how beautiful she is, how perfect. They don't know she's witty and bright, how she melts into me when I kiss her, how she craves my dominance, how she fits in my arms as if she were created to fit just there. I'll give it back, she whispers, all of it. I eye her thoughtfully. Why? She drags her eyes from mine and looks out the window with a shrug. It's not about the money, she says. It's part of the game. I know exactly what she means. Exactly. It isn't about the money for me either. Never has been. I'm content with my cabin in the woods. I like living off the land. I like being alone. Until her. I could buy any home in any country in the world if I wanted to. But I don't. I don't need that. You have to go. I tell her, even though it kills me. Return the money, and I'll let you go. I need you out of here before they realize what I've done. I turn from her and walk to the exit. I'm going to chop wood. I'll leave you in here. You do what you have to. 
Ransom? She calls out to me, but I ignore her. I let the door slam shut behind me, go back to the woodpile, and chop wood until my muscles burn and rivulets of sweat pour down my back. When I go back, she'll be gone. A lonesome sadness fills my belly at the very thought, and it surprises me. I've always been a loner. I enjoy my solitude. I've only known her for a day. How is it possible I feel the pain of her loss that quickly? But sometimes, you know, sometimes you meet that one person in your life that changes the course of everything. When I've got enough wood chopped for the fucking century, I go back inside. I expect to find her gone. Her bag, her phone, her clothes. Maybe King will take it easy on me when I tell him she's gone if the money's back. The bed is vacant. The sheet's tangled, but her scent lingers in the air. I lean against the doorframe and breathe it in. She slipped through my fingers like fine sand. Ransom? I whip my head around to see Layla in the doorway. She looks so wild and gorgeous as if the very woods birthed her, hair billowing in the wind behind her, cheeks flushed pink, pretty lips parted. I told you to go, I say, anger welling in me. She's lucky I gave her the one chance. She should be gone. I take a step toward her. Anger surges inside me, and I've half a mind to turn that little girl over my knee and punish her ass for not taking the chance I gave her. What the fuck are you doing here? Her eyes widen as I near her, and she takes a step back. Don't, she says. Don't what? Don't hurt her. Don't get angry. Don't whip her pretty little ass. Let me work for you. I freeze mid-step. Come again? I'm good at it, she says. So damn good at it, you have no idea. And let's be honest, your team needs tech help. You know you do. Let's... Tell them I've paid my debt at your hands. I'll give every penny back, and if you take me on, I'll be such an asset to you. I promise. Take her on? Let her work with us? Jesus. She takes a step toward me as if she's conquered her fear, as if she isn't worried about what I'll do to her. She drops her bag on the ground, and I gather her in my arms. You want this? You have no idea what you're saying. Her hair is all tangled in my fingers, her body pressed against mine. I want it. All of it. Living off the grid like this. The mountain my home. She runs her hands down the length of my body. A rugged man like you who takes shit from no one, she sighs. Even me. I silence her with a kiss and she responds as if on instinct, hoists herself up into my arms. She fits here so perfectly, I groan. My cock presses up against her, her arms around my neck. I carry her back to my bedroom, lay her down, and make slow, languid, silent love to her, until her back arches into me when she climaxes, my own pleasure right behind hers. Perfect, I whisper in her ear. Maybe I'll keep you hostage, keep you tied to my bed, take my time telling the others. She gives me a teasing frown. You haven't finished my punishment? I kiss the apple of her cheek and groan. 
Not even close, darling. Epilogue. Six months later. Layla. I'm sitting by the window, stark naked, with my laptop on the little table. Ransom's out chopping wood again. And let me tell ya, it's hard to focus when that man is out there in all his masculine glory. I've got four browsers open doing various jobs. The others took a little getting used to me. But let's just say, Ransom can be persuasive. And now that I've completed half a dozen jobs for them, I think they're starting to realize it was worth hiring me. Bang. The axe slams on wood and it splinters into two. I swallow hard. Bang. Another slam of the axe and my attention begins to wane. Hard to concentrate with a guy like him all glistening, muscled, sweaty perfection right outside this window. Bang. He stands with the axe in hand and stares at me through the window. He pauses, then takes a step closer to me. A sly grin spreads across my face. He's just realized I'm naked. The axe goes flying, so much for safety, and he leaves my line of vision. My fingers fly over the keys on the keyboard, because by my calculations, I've got about 30 seconds before I lose this laptop. You trying to kill me? He stands in the doorway with his hands on his hips. Shouldn't distract a man with an axe. Oh, I say innocently. Me? I'm just working. Eee! I'm lifted bodily up in the air and tossed straight over his shoulder. Quite a perk having naked co-workers on the premises, I tease. He cracks his hand on my ass and I squeal. There will be no plural in that sentence, darling. There will be no more than one naked co-worker here. Make that two? I ask hopefully. He tosses me on the bed, kneels beside me, and cages me in with his large muscled body. Yeah, darling, he says, treating me to a visual treat as he strips. Make that two. This has been His Mountain Hostage by Jane Henry. Read for you by Faith Clark. Hey, we're back. Hey. hey. I just wanted to give, because we didn't really talk about what we've read this week, but I did want to mention that there is like two more books out in the Heartland series. It's got like Frankie Love and Danny oh, White. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I've been loving the book. So there's two more out if you guys are looking for them. I don't see any more. I'm not sure if more are coming or not. I hope they keep doing them, but just so everybody knows. They're out. I was super surprised myself when I got up one morning and see my pre-order there. I was like, yes! <laughs> That's awesome. Awesome. And go to readmeromance.com to enter, enter Jane Henry's... <laughs> Wait, sorry, what? As it enter this week's giveaway. <laughs> yeah, enter this week's giveaway on readmeromance.com and... Um, what? I actually think, guys, I'm going to only put the giveaways from now on on the author's page. Oh, okay. So it's just going to be on their page instead of having a giveaway page because we might need that space for other things. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. Okay. So 
it go, each author's will be on their page. Okay. Which will be when you click into the Facebook or the Facebook the website, author page is yeah. the first thing you see mm-hmm. when you come in the website. Yeah. And then there's a tab at the top too that makes it easy because it says like past authors, upcoming okay. audiobooks. Like it's all, Mel's got it all handled. This is great. Okay. We'll be back next week with Carmel Rhodes. So We're excited. super excited for I that. I love her so She's fantastic. Much. I know. Yeah. I can't wait. I just like that name. I know, right? Carmel Rose. It just it's sounds perfect. so sweet. <laughs> sweet. <laughs> Sticky sweet. <laughs> All right, Leah, tell them what to do. Fuck your day up. Make today your bitch. Don't be a dick. Bye. Bye. Read me romance. Read, read me romance. Read me romance. Read, read me romance. You could take a look in a book, that's fine. Or you could sit back, relax, and unwind. And read me romance. Read, read me romance.